Hello everyone, welcome to GCP, this time from the Brewdog on Oxford Road, uh, with our Jeff. Hello Jeff, good evening sir, are you well? I thought you were. Yeah, not too bad. It's been a really warm, um, really warm day, apart from the absolute thunderstorm that fucking pissed me through coming on down uh, down Manchester, uh, Oxford Road. Yeah, so it was like uh, 3.45, uh, we got pissed on. Lovely. Beautiful. But nice to see a bit of rain for a change. It's, it's, it's um, gone back to tight and it's now scorching. Shall we get into the uh, pubs of the day as we went to Sob Pro Wrestling at Manchester Academy 2. Not on. not stated on the pollster, which we'll get into later. Uh, well, I so knew, so. I knew anyway. I mean, you know, nitpicking. I, mean, I know. Picking. Old nitpicking Jones yeah. here. And um, so let's get into the pubs. Cafe beam off. Jeff, what do you think of here? Expensive. Eight pound odd for a third. Well, if you're out for the nerd brewing an emperor's sleeve, wizard's sleeve, or what it's fucking name is. <laughs> wizard's sleeve, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, £8.95 for a third of like a, um, a really strong stout. Probably nice, but not for fucking me. Fuck that. 27 quid a pint, you were saying, Jeff. I can do maths. Um, you had the cheap one. £4.40. Yes, stone straw. Pale ale, uh, very nice pint. Um, I had the um, Buxton Brewery Grinlow, 490 a pint, 4.6 percent. It was a good one. This one, uh, beam off. I do enjoy this as a place. Always a re- like a revolving like um, beer selection. Good. Um, once we left here, we met Shauna, who wasn't going to the show because. Um, She's got better things to do with her time more than wrestling nowadays. She's, yeah, she said she was like more like time restraint more than like money restraint. So, you know, she choosing to use her time better. Good to see you. As ever. Not seen her for a few months. Yes, correct. Good good to hear her, her stories about Switzerland. And Liechtenstein and um, other Euro 2024 matches <laughs> that you've only heard from. Get on a train and travel through these places, yeah. 55 minutes um, Switzerland to Liechtenstein. That's what we find out today. Yeah, it's when we're struggling to get to fucking London for three and a bit hours. Yeah. Ridiculous. So we went to um, Society, Jeff. Uh, what do you think of Society? Is it still one of your go-to places? Is it one of my go-to places? I mean, it's the same place. I mean, I had a, a Colonel, a Pills Citra, 5.2%. Me, about £6.60 a pint. Quite expensive, but you know what you're getting with Colonel? A decent, decent beer. Yeah, Colonel's um, very dear and... Um, for myself, I had a big squeeze from Vocation Mango Beer. Two thirds, four twenty for two thirds, four percent. This one, Mango Way. Eight. Shauna had the Death by Cherries, which I think is a top drink. A drink that Vocation have done recently is the uh, Death by Margarita, which I had a pint of 
Um, at um, Dale House. Salty, like my takes. Um, so here we go. North Bar Jeff, pretentious wanker central. Uh, what do you think of North Bar this time? Um, we're all right. Now, I enjoy this place. Jeff doesn't because he thinks people are to be seen here. I agree with that. It's, it's very much a place where the people that's working around it and you can see like the architecture and the, the seating of the top, like the two bowls that's right. Yeah. You know, and I get the greenery and all that. I think it's, I think if you went there and on a weekday and the people who are working around there, they, that's their communal area. Hmm. And yeah, the potential from North Bar, I think, for me. Um, so I had the, unfortunately, Carson, West Coast um, Pale for five quid, Schooner. Um, good little tip, all this one. Two thirds. Yeah, two thirds. Um, what did you have? Something else. Something else. You had something that was, uh, you didn't moan about for a change. And um, suffice to say, I think uh, the staff came outside with like a big jug of water and yeah. glasses, you know, making sure you're hydrated in the really hot sun. Um, I've, I've worked from here before on my laptop and they do always come out with the water, which is um, a godsend. Nice, cooling, refreshing drink. So, yeah, from North Bar, which I think is a good bar. But they need more bars in that area. There's too much pretentious and um, restaurants going on. Is what it is. Next up, Sandbar. Um, old Bitcoin Central Sandbar. So, um, one of the OGs. OGs, the uh, drinking scene. I mean, I had a Courier Brewing a TV party, which was a California Common 4%. And a long way back, an IPA, six and a half percent New England IPA. Both very good drinks. I did um, a Laura Lee, five twenty a pint, uh, four point two percent, decent tipple. Um, and a long way back, six point five percent, four eighty for two thirds. And Jeff recommended that as he had that one. That was probably my favourite drink of the day, I would say. It's not bad, the sandbar. It's all right. But they had a pollster for Buddy and the Just Oil people. Who can get to fuck with their orange and yellow powder? A, a, a monthly meeting. A monthly meeting of wankers. Um, so, uh, there you go, yeah. Um, any, any other thoughts on sandbar? Cafe, a wrestler was behind the bar. He was, yeah. Um, good, good at serving. Very good. Recognise uh, Shana right away. Um, his, his identity will remain nameless. It will. So we got caught in a thunderstorm. Not Sam Grant. Well, Sa- not Sam Gradwell. Uh, well, so much me. I got absolutely fucking drenched. Pissed it down. Um, so here we go. Soft Pro boiling point. More like Soft Pro wet through. Um, Academy two, Jeff. What did it say on the poster? Academy. 
Mm. Uh, well, we thought... Excuse me. I thought it'd be Academy One. No, no. Please state it on your poster where it is. Thankfully, it. thankfully, we did turn up at the right place. I'll be honest with you, Andrew, I'd seen it Academy Two um, a while back, but like you said, every update and you know poster etc. just said Manchester Academy. So there's three of them. There is a bit of confusion. So please note it on your poster. Yes. We don't ask for much. Please, please note it on the post. Anyway, Academy Two. How did you think the setup was? Excellent. Yes. Yes, definitely excellent. Um, you know, sight lines. I think um, seating arrangements. I think a cheeky thing was um, they got rid of the empty seats at the back. Yeah, they got rid of the empty seats <laughs> at the back, so I couldn't have a sneaky sit down for cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Um, they definitely did that. Um, so I think when they're filming it, whatever, there were no empty seats because they got shut. Yeah, it's in two go anyway. I don't know if this is the case for the rest of the venue, but um, it seemed to me like uh, that's what they were looking for. Yeah, so I'd say ton fifty. It looked better. It looked better in there than it did Academy One. Because last time when we went Academy One, it's empty. It can swallow you up if it's a big venue and you're not many in the crowd. So um, the show started off, Jeff, with an opening with Shotty Horror, um, old Jim Smallman of uh, Manchester. Uh, Lincoln Jack and Mr. LaBeouf um, unveiling the Commonwealth title. Yes, it's a belt. There you go. Shall we get into the first match, Jeff? And this is the match where I think we'll, we'll say could have gone home after this. Um, <laughs> which was Man Night the Race versus. Well, it was supposed to be Kelly Six, but it turned out to be Leighton Buzzard. Plus point there. Versus Ninja Mac. Versus Leon Slater. The other one from the 0-1-2-1. What do you think? Absolute banger. Match of the night. Everybody played the part. Some ridiculous manoeuvres going on. Um, smooth as silk. I fucking loved it. What more can you say? Absolutely more can I say. This as a first match, this blew everybody away. Yeah. But you're not following it, are you? You're not following it, no. I think we've seen that as well. Um but yeah. Um, um, absolutely unbelievable why all four guys. Absolutely unbelievable, all four guys. Like I said, Kel uh, replacement Kelly Six late and buzzard. Step late, up. Late and buzzard, one of my favourite guys to see. Yeah. We've big, we've bigged him up. I keep saying it, terrible ring name. You know, he's near fucking Wolverhampton or whatever he's late. Milton Keynes, yeah. Northampton. Yeah, thanks. But as a wrestler, as a, as a, as a character and that, can't touch him. Can't touch him. Were, all four of them. Brilliant. Mm. Um, there was a spot in this match, Jeff, where... Kelly Sitz got involved and you, you called it, didn't you? You're thinking Kelly Sitz is getting involved. He's costing costing someone the match, letting Buzzard's winning this. It was a spot 
and then one, two, and Leon Slater kicked out. It's like the fucking reaction from the crowd was excellent. The crowd were invested. I was invested. You were invested. Uh, everyone invested. I think, yeah, like you said, everybody was invested. Um, I mean, it was easy to see, like, when you said to me, it's like, it's got three three good guys, one bad guy, the bad guys win. Yeah. And you said Kelly Six. And I was like, maybe not. And then, obviously, the upgrade with the collective, um, Leon Buzzard. Leighton like, Buzzard, yeah. Yeah, later. And, um, he's a leader. He's a leader of that particular faction, isn't he? So, what can you say? It, just, it was really, really fucking good. An unexpected result for me, because like you were saying, um, three I'm good thinking, guys, three I, good I, guys I, one bad guy. Yeah. You know, the bad guys winning, and then you can have the chase between the three of them, chasing the belt. Um, so with this, um, the old Leon Slater winning with the shooting star press 450. There was a spot as well where uh, I think it was Leighton Buzzard took all the finishes. He did, yes, yeah, as well. Yeah, you, you pop for that. I... It was fucking. Un- it was unbelievable. My Bailey. Um, no, just a really, really, really good spot. Well, just how they did how they did it as well. It was just like so crisp and smooth as fucking silk. <laughs> loved it, absolutely loved it. Match of the night for me. So uh, when I know, the, I know, we're saying like the first match, and we're going match of the night. Excellent, 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 excellent stuff and all that. But it really, really was. I think if you can find it wherever Sopro put their... I, I do think out. they put it on in a couple of weeks or so, yes. so it's Check, worth, you, worth your time. Worth your time. Check this match out. It was fucking excellent. And like with the finish as well, it's just like the, the sell job from Leighton Buzzard. It's just like, oh, you like grabbing air, grabbing air, and then Leon Slater just comes down with shooting star press. Fucking, just fucking great stuff. Enjoyed this. As, uh, as Craig Revelold used to say on um, Strictly Fun Dancing, Fab, you, us. Yes. Every one of them. Every, but nobody was a star of it. Everybody played was, the part. Played the part. Star. Ninja Mac, Ninja Mac, first time seeing him. Fucking, he's crisp as well. He is. What a small bloke. Yeah. He's a tiny, he's a teeny tiny guy, but fucking hell. Um, what can you say? Explosive, acrobatic, very good. So we move from the opener. It's only one way down here, Jeff. Um, so next up, Yestin Reese and James Roach uh, segment. So we ended up with um, an open challenge a bit. Yestin Reese versus Casey Payne. Who we saw from uh, Wrestle Island. Yeah, sort of build up uh, KC Payne as like, you know, it's how big he is, how you know, tall he is or whatever. But this was a squash. Yeah. Absolute squash. Um, I didn't like it. I think the only thing he got in was a Barney Gumble elbow. Which was like him doing a cartwheel badly. Um, yes, it was. It was. It wasn't a comeback. Rough. Sorry, Casey. 
for that one. Uh, next up, Time Team Action Play Player Holla Holla, which was the 87, another bus route in wrestling, Jeff. We've had the 187, we've had the 193, we've had the 192, we've had the 472, which is, uh, Dynamite Lee will be on tonight. Um, so, um, what's the 87? Alex Roth and... Um, Batman, Roy Johnson versus CPF, which is as bad as acronym as GCP because you don't want to be found out as graps and claps. Oh, uh, which was personal friends. Yes, um, Danny Black and Joe Lando. Where did it land for you, Jeff? Um, there was one team that was better than the other, and that's CPF, I think. Yeah. Um, I think you were expecting like big lads just like dominate them, you know, throw them around and you know the 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 small lads be working from underneath and just like you know eking out a victory. But this just didn't work for me at all. I think um the eighty seven just like slow plodding, I mean Roy Johnson he just Has he lost his personality? What he had in progress all them years ago. Yes, I think I think that's for this match. Yeah, um, just I didn't feel anything. Did not feel anything. I think you were looking at it. The one, like I said, the little lads will try and get a win over him, and they did. Um, but excuse me, taken away from it. I wasn't too enamoured with either. Of them. I thought Joe Lando was the best out of this uh, this match. You can say that. Yeah. There wasn't much I could take out of this, it was just there. Yes, I, I agree with Andrew. I agree with Shame for Roy Johnson, because I used to like him in progress. But he's got he's got a personality. He has got a personality, but it didn't shine in this particular match. Alexander Roth, um, like I say, just see big guys plodding the way through. And, you know, the, the, the flipper guys bouncing around on the outside of them, you know, it didn't do much for me. And so CPF won the uh, match with the roll-up on Roy for the victory. There we go. Uh, next up, Jeff. Lana Austin versus Carlos Tevez. Um, Carlos Tevez's nephew. Aurora Tevez. Aurora Tevez. Uh, with Ivy in Lana's corner, and now the, they've got a tag team then, the Decibels. Jeff, you love this gimmick. I fucking love this gimmick. They're both two um, very vocal people. <laughs> and, I, and I said to Ivy, yeah, you were the gobby one at Tidal, weren't you? Christ, yeah. Yeah, you came away with your teeth. Um, but they are. They're both very, very vocal, heelish personas, aren't they? You yeah. Know, and put them together, dynamite. Thing. Yeah. Absolutely dynamite. Thing. And they've got a fucking megaphone as well. Yeah. For Ivy. So it's just like, absolute gold. Absolute gold. I think they find their place. Yeah. And if um, Brit Rest wants to book them, book them together. Yeah. You know. Because they are really, really but we, good. We, we, we said to her, because we, we seen Ivy and uh, Lana at our time, and uh, said, to, said to Ivy, like, bloody hell, you look like Lana on the uh, on the entrance out. Like, it's just unbelievable. Like, just yeah, they, look, so they look alike, yeah. They look alike, yeah. 
Um, oh yeah. For me, really, really good character work, etc., etc. I I really really liked it. I mean, I mean, Lana's been good over the last year or so doing a yeah in progress. stuff in progress, uh, banging around with um, old toss bag Macatee. Whoa, hang on a uh, minute. But um, but, no, but, 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 but no, but apart, apart from that, I think. Lana on social media has been really good. She's been, given a, she's been given a chance to express herself and, and it's worked. Come along with this character and it's really, really fucking good. And tagging Ivory along, you know, I think the pair of them, you know, the, like I said, they're, like, they're really expressing real life voices, being yeah. nice, yeah. you know what I mean? And as heels, you know, they could be hateable because of how loud they come across. Yeah. And I think they're both excellent. Um, you, you think much of us a match? I thought it was a bit of a squash. Aurora didn't get much in. No, she didn't. No, I think, I think it was um, a means to an end, shall we say. Um, so after the match, uh, there was a bit of a beat down from the decibels, and then uh, Lucy Lee makes a save. Are you there for the tag match? Yeah. It'll be a match. It'll be a match. Half time main event. It's, it's, it's Lucy Lee. I mean, she's you know working her way up the cards. You know, she's coming from the pre-shows when it was like catch. catch yeah. You know, she's making making her way up and making a name for herself. Uh, good luck to her. Very much, Jeffrey. Um, half-time main event now. Heavy Nettle Nightmare. As our boy, old Mr. RPD, faced Alton Fawn. In what do you think of this match? For me, before you say anything, Jack, could have been better. Well, it's, I uh, well it was a, a, all, all to do with like a Rory Coyle film production. Now, Rory Coyle is very good on the mic and everything. I yeah, like that. Like, what he does. Bill all, all over the gap, I did think, this match. But I'm, I'm being brutally honest. It could have been better. Throwing bags of fucking nettles and whatever around the ring. It was sort of lessened the impact for me. It wasn't. It wasn't the best match you ever seen. I, I, what's it called? Alton Fall. Alton Fall. I didn't do it for me. It did not do it for me at all. I did say to uh, Mr. RP. Um, your finisher should have been a, a boxing glove with fawns on. Wait, wait, not, fa not fawns on, nettles on, to knock him out. Yeah. Would have been the per eh, would have been the perfect finisher, and yeah, would have worked a treat. Didn't happen. There was a paddling pool full of nettles. Then you with a Taz mission. Yeah. It, it, it could have been so much more this. Um, yeah. I mean, the right person won. I mean, it's, oh yeah, 
It's um, it's always it's leading and setting up to a match with the Royal Royal. Yeah. Um, but this match, it was just like I'm not, I wasn't too sure. There's no doubt they they went through pain, you know, and agony, you know, with the nettles and you know, you know how nettles yeah. feel, don't you, you know? Getting back in the, getting to the back with the doctor leaves and fucking uh, rub the pain away. I did say to uh, Marpy, like, uh, if you're suffering with A fever this weekend, that match were a fucking godsend for you. Um... <laughs> but yeah, no, it was uh, was what it was, Jeffrey. As you look outside the window. Um, anyway, half time break now. Um, chat with Ivy and uh, Lana good to see him we went to the downstairs bar got a good pint instead beer prices not too bad yes I agree four and a half to five and a half quid yeah, exactly they have a Nuki Brown a Shindiga Pale Ale a, a pint, of, pint of Coors I think yeah it wasn't all bad you were expecting the worst going in there weren't you I think yeah, um, so we, we'll we get into the second half now, which was, um, we got some seats as well, didn't we? Um, you know it's some empty seats. So I did. Keep your eye out, and uh, yeah, we sent that sat into Sanction News like the second half. We did, um, as we got into tag team action, which was Kid Bandit and Simon Miller dressed up as superheroes, one was dressed up as Dragon Ball Z, one was dressed up as Simon Miller in a cape. Uh, versus... <laughs> versus... Um, here we go. Our boy, Big T, who has made a return after a couple of years in the wilderness. Or on a bus driving. Or on a bus driving. Uh, and his tag team partner, Ian Skinner. Well, Jeff. You can hold your thought for a moment because I'm going to go and get another half pint. Well, it is. So, the suspense is killing the listeners. See you in a moment. So, I've been back to the bar and got a cider. There's a slushy. Ah, <laughs> right, cherry. £4.25 for um, two thirds, yeah. Shall we get into that tag match anyhow? Big T and Ian Skinner versus Kid Bandit and Simon Miller. Jeffrey. What do we think? Ian Skinner. Star. Book him. Book that lad. Book him, Dano. Book him, Dano. First, I think probably the first time I've seen him. No, second time. He got beat off um, some person at the last um, Sobro show we've seen at the Academy. Alright, second time. Yeah, but um, for me, absolute presence, wrestling ability, everything. Look at this lad, he's going to be one of the next three things. Um, for the rest of them, like you said, they were dressed up as like... Dragon Ball Z and um, and um, Simon Miller, they were dressed up as. Yeah, not for me, to be honest. It was a... you're, you're a Simon Miller fan. He's why, I'll tell you why. Um, but he just, yeah, a bit comedic and whatever. And I tell you the other thing as well, Big T, he was, he's seven foot, he's fucking massive. And he was flopping around for these lads, like, you know, he was a cruiserweight or whatever. No, not for me. 
you know, you're a big fucking massive killer. Like it. Beat that guy. He got pinned. He got pinned as well. No, 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 no. No. If he wants to be taken seriously, fucking be the fucking killer that he are. You know, in it. But it just. No, I just, I don't, I just, no, no, if you're, seven, if you're seven foot and fucking 18, 19, 20 stone, you should be fucking knocking people around the park, not fucking flopping around for them and getting pinned. That's, have a big lick of your fucking iced tea or whatever it is. But yeah, definitely, for me, no, he should, should never, ever, ever taken like that yeah he's the biggest guy on British rest on the British yeah. wrestling scene he should be taken this is his first match back after about two year out or whatever you should be taken fucking seriously at a massive doom who will fuck you up and not flopping around for these fucking five foot something fucking people you know Simon, it, Simon Miller yeah he's a big dude but he was dressed in a fucking cape with silver fucking gloves on and all that shit. Nah, fuck that shit. It, honestly, Big T, take yourself more fucking serious. Take yourself more serious. You make more money being the big killer. As soon as you come through them ropes, or through them fucking curtains... Oh shit, Big shit, T's here. Big T's here. I, shit, o- I, always, remember, I always remember that afternoon when he battered two trainees at... BCW oh, Academy. BCW Academy. And he chopped the fuck out of it. And that's my big T. This big T. It's not my big T. Not my big T. By a long shot. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who booked him right. I'll give him props. Catch Pro Wrestling. They booked him as a fucking monster. Yes. And that's how he should, should be, be booked. Should, as soon as he gets pinned, then the That's mystique, a big thing. The mystique's gone. Yeah. He's just big T, he's just big T, seven foot bloke. He's just T. Just bloke. Just bloke. He's just big bloke. Anyhow, big T got... (laughs) No, Ian Skinner got the win on Kid Bandit with a roll-up. What do you think about Kid Bandit, Andrew? Was he he worth the flyover? He's better than I thought he'd be. Because that's the first time I've seen him. But, yeah... Is he Ninja Mac? No. Was it was it worth the plane flight for him to perform? He got a big cup. He got a big cup. No, what he won could the Crown Cup. Nice. For me, import-wise, they've got to pop a crowd, they've got to make a crowd, and they've got to bring people in. Did Kid Bandit do that for you? No. <sighs> Not, not saying really, that. Not, 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 not saying they weren't good. He was. He's just like nah. Not just saying that. Did Kim Bandit do it for Soft Pro? He was fine. So if you're comparing him and Ninja Mac, to... I bought Ninja Mac straight away. Yeah. So there you go. Who, who out of the two dragged you to Soft Pro? Ninja Mac. Not, exactly. not, not kid bandit. Not a, not a chance. Um, Jeff. Anyway, before we get into like the latter part of the show, discount Jones. Can you use um, cold Ogden for uh, three quid? This was a thing for me. Um, we've had 
on the Twitter and through um, emails as well if you've been to the show before different discount codes so depending on what sort of seating arrangement you had maybe front row second row standing etc depending on what code you put in and through which wrestler you got a discount of three quid uh, who did you give your money to that, th- this I, is a big reveal why was I PG I'm pretty sure it was anyway you know what I give my three pound to yes. RPD yes and it was a choice of two wrestlers who I wanted to give me money to it was to. the second one who didn't get three it was Ben Reese because um, I like him he's a good he's a Oh, no, jeez, Jeff. Not cheese, Jeff. Not cheese. Not cheese. But the thing being, on this, I think it's a good idea where it's it's showing which wrestlers are popular. It's a, it's a, bo- it's a boxing thing, I believe so. But I think it's, it's a good thing to show which wrestlers are popular, knocking £3 off, yeah. etc. And the, the people whose discounting codes you're using get the £3. <laughs> But me. I paid £10 standard ticket for standing. Yes, correct? Yeah. Then I use a discount code. Whoever knocks £3 off. Yeah. Which makes it £7. And then the promotion has to give the person £3 for the code what I've used. So he got it like four quid. So it's four fucking pounds. You're, you're telling me your show's worth four pounds. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, it's a bigger difference when it's like, you know, your front rows, etc., etc. 33 quid, Mr. Abberton's paid. Unbelievable, mate. Um, and, and then, and then, I'm getting an email two days before the show about knocking a fiver off. So I could have got, without giving the wrestlers <laughs> yeah. any without giving the wrestlers any money, five pound discount. So it only cost me a fiver. So you're either talking four pound or five pound for a wrestling show, which is great. It's ridiculous value for the for the fans, but it's not very good for the promotion. No. And that's that's my point. You, you can't be making much money, or you're running at a loss. Regardless of how good the show is, and then you bring in two imports in, as well from America, which can't be cheap. You know, I don't know how much. Seven seven hundred quid flights. Exactly flights, and the pair of them are not shared between. And not are not booked anywhere else. Not booked anywhere else. Which so all the expenses on you as well. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I. I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I, th- I thought I was getting all these, itted with all these um, tweets and emails, etc., to make people go to the show, to get people through the door. But then, if you're discounting everything, you know, how much money you're dragging in? It's not, it's not for me to say because I'm just a fan going. I, pay, I paid my money, I took my chance. I'm not yeah. asked how your fucking uh, bank account is. No, it's not the point. I am asked because I want to go and say that show again. Yeah. That's the whole point um, of being bothered, Andrew. Um, but when the discount, when I think when you start discounting stuff and giving things away, etc., a you're saying your product's not worth the full amount, and b it looks like you're struggling. For getting people through the door. Correct. 
I think the answer, Andrew, is yes. You're right, Jeff. Yes. And it's and it's sorry to see. I I, I I mean, all right, yeah, fair enough. We come today and went for a discount, and you know, went to the show. And even before we got to the end of the show, we enjoyed it. But if that's the sort of thing you've got to do to get people through the door next time. You're doing it wrong. Next time, next time, are you going to have to do the same thing? They've had four shows now, yes. and three of them have been discounted. Yeah, it's not a good look. Not a good look at all. It's when it's, it's when you know you go for a full price ticket. You've discounted it by a third or a half, etc. Yeah. And then you you're having to get three people in for the price of one. Yeah. I mean, we're, at the end of the day, we we try to be as positive as possible. We're more positive about this show than the last time we come here. It's but 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 it, it's it's probably, I, 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 I think because like we're online and we see this and like you you try and weigh it up in your own head and like thinking they must be losing the fucking ass on this. I, I, for, for me personally, Jeff, I want to see a fucking good Manchester promotion. Like, you you like a big one. He wants to see him doing well and prospering and growing, etc., etc. But doing things like this is. I'm not saying it's not the way it's called to do with us. But if you're going for it, you're going to this particular show and then you're getting through the door at four or five quid. Yeah. It's not doing them any good. No. And it's a shame because we went in there. They thought, fucking hell, he looks full, this. Alright, they sent a couple of chairs and they got taken away and it makes it look like it's full. Alright, am I wrong? Yeah. Right. Apart from that, really, really good shot. But what are the promotion getting out of it? And can they, have they got the funds? Um, can they keep them people coming back to pay full price for what they were getting for half price, etc, etc? That's the big question. Yeah. Like you said, um, there's probably three Manchester promotions all or close to Manchester, all running shows within a six-week period. The amount of shows is this. Like, Catch Pro, Catch Pro, Future Shock ran yesterday. Sob Pro, Sob Tuesday, Pro. Tuesday night grass. Tuesday night grass. That's Modern four. Or, Modern Nomad. They're all catering for the same hundred people. Near yes. enough. And then you've got to think that like these people... And even like TNT next shows. Sunday, Saturday, double show, Red Pro are running, Sheffield. People have only got so much money. It's money like, to go around, yeah. We, we realise that, you know, obviously we're through doing our 100, 110 shows a year or whatever. You've got, you can be selective, can't you? So some of these shows are, are going to miss out. Yeah. You know, and it's a shame, really, because... They could be missing out. They could be putting on the best shows you've ever seen, but they're going to miss out because people haven't got the dollar. Moving on. Anyway, next up, next segment, Tom Fellwell with um, the banter bus and the fucking Tories, and they didn't need this. I'll put put out a thing there, Jeff. Yes. Tom Fellwell. Needs to get away from the banter bus. A different train. No. Um, 
It's probably when we seen him at Tide or when it was that double, the double match thing, weren't it, where he was against Philly, am I right? Yeah, the, the Leeds Museum, weren't it? Leeds Museum. And we walked away from that and went, fucking hell, this is the next match. It, it was as well that the match he had against Luke Jacobs at, at Tidal, like, he got battered by Luke, but he showed heart and everything. Yeah. And you're doing this shit. Uh, 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 nothing against like Danny Proper and like Uncle Ryan and what have you, but Tom Tom Farewell is like a, a wrestler. You should you should you should be on the fucking level of like Dynamite League and like other other like you know, like, even, like 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 even, who's out there like even, like like Scotty Rock and what have even you. Even better than that, it should be semi main or whatever. You know, it just. Just, what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he, do, what's he doing in this? What's he doing wrong? And 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 not putting himself out there. I mean, we see him in BWR, weren't it? Yeah. You know. And he's he's been a good stuff with him and him and Scotty Rock there. Yeah. Like a good feud and what have you. It's like, it's like, what, what are you hanging around with? Mid mid card, mid mid card, lower card, rubbish. I wouldn't say rubbish, but they have the place, don't they? And we've seen Tom Thelwell with like, he's, when you were saying like the young guns, were, yeah. you know, and he's a third young gun, but he should be himself, which is what we've said in the podcast. We've said in, that in, for in, years. In the, in the past, it was Luke Jacobs, Ethan Allen, God bless himself, with his, with his injury, you know. All yeah, become, all become, shame, shame with Ethan as well, fucking isn't it? shame. And Tom Feldman, and he's just gone. He's regressed. He's absolutely regressed, and it fucking upsets you. It upsets you really because you, you really want to see you want to see him push on and fucking go and be the fucking wrestler and the guy he could be. He was having killer matches, weren't he, at Tidal, and now you see him just like a third of a fucking mid-card stable the fuck the Tories and all this it's just fucking it's just, uh, just cheap eat as well and shite for me and he's a fucking damn sight better than that and I'll be honest I, I've got a big boot I can't even kick up the fucking arse because it's a sh- it's a fucking shame yeah it's a shame he should be, I, I, I say he I, should be and yeah. we've said we've said this between ourselves he should be what Dynamite Lee is doing yeah I've said to be honest Jeff I said that to Tom himself he's, getting, he's, he's getting himself in the places yeah. I love where Dynamite Lee's end up Red Pro he was on the door he's in the, taking, he's in the contenders he's in the contenders and, he's and you know two, what he had two, good two, reviews now. from that match at, uh, yeah. at London hey, the other weekend exactly. and that should be Tom Felwell's place to get him up there and get his name out, etc. But it just doesn't seem to be happening. It's a, sorry to fucking say it because it's a fucking cracking wrestler. He really, really, really fucking is. He had, a, he, he had us behind him and we're like, come on, come on, son. Next fucking level. And it's just fucking died a death. Yeah. When I see him out there um, tonight, I just feel like, come on, Tom. Just... just like you said, the open challenge and what have you. Just like, and it turned out to be bollocks where Danny Proper turned up as like whoever fucking factor right to bollocks. 
just just get rid of this shit. Just you don't need just don't need this fuck the toys bollocks. I know I know it's like in the fucking canon of the show, but you're Tom Felwell. You, you should be fucking having the having these like mid not mid cam matches, but like these matches like. Him. You know, you, tell you, why, you know what? Well, get the that. get the crowd to pop. He, you know, should, you know, he, he should be in that fucking four-way. Yeah, yeah. Five-way against Ninja Man. That's what you're just thinking then. And just fucking killing it. And to, to see where he is, where he, you know, at the end of the day, it's up to fucking him what he does. But to, for me, we're, should, we're not his dad. And I'm day. not his fucking dad. No. But to see. We should be seeing him in those sort of matches. Yeah. You know, absolute cruiserweight bangers against these fucking ninja mics, etc., etc. And just fucking killing it. You don't have to win, but you're putting yourself out there. And for seeing him in this fucking banter bus bullshit, ah, no, you're alright. I wish he'd fuck off that for the Tories, bollocks. It's, it's cheap. He just. He just bollocks. He's selling a fucking t shirt. I just. It's. It's cobblers for me, it's just, nah, you're alright, let's move on. Not bad, anyways, it's slushy. Um, so next up, Tony Wright versus Steph Sterling. I didn't see this match, Chef. Have you got any reviews on this? I'll be honest, I didn't see much of it, to be honest. It just offers Stanford. Tony Wright beats him. Well, he, uh... Not, I didn't really see much of it. Um, can't comment. Can't comment. Good luck to Tony Wright. Um, Tony Wright, I've enjoyed him when I've seen him. So. He's very popular within the Manchester, Manchester community. Scene, yeah. <laughs> Tag match now, as we went into a show that was overrunning by 15 to 30 minutes. Yeah, fire me watch out. Um, it was hour and a half last time. It was 45 minutes. The overrun this time. Improvement. Uh, <laughs> L.A. Taylor and Bullets in the gun. Excuse me, versus Harley Hudson and Joey. <laughs> what do you think? You're a scruffy cum, that's what I'm <laughs> yeah. uh, What do I think? Um, possible. Honest, did you see much of it, Andrew? I did. Um, I surprised LA and Bully got me big compared to the rest. Yeah. The, um, the bullet, bullet's a fucking unit, isn't it? And, uh, so so and is LA. LA. Yeah, yeah. I think when we send Bullet, I think, fucking hell, he's a big guy. You know. Absolutely a unit. Um, to, for both to get beat to LA, um, sorry, Harley Hudson and Joey. Mm. I, I'm not too sure. It was a fuck finish as well. Harley and Joey won when uh, LA got hit with a chair. Um, was what it was, yeah. It was, it was fine, but it was my feelings, I think. Yeah. Main event now, two professional wrestlers doing a professional wrestling match in a professional wrestling setting uh, with professional wrestling fans in attendance. Uh, which was Joseph Connors, the um, top pro champion. This is Sam Gradwell. 
What do we think? Yeah. Well, it was a professional wrestling match, wrestled by professional wrestlers in a professional wrestling setting. With a professional, yeah. with a professional wrestling uh, Jeff Jarrett finish. Well, oh, professionally. It's. It was all. It was okay. I mean. You know, he's, Joe Connors. He's unrestricted. 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 Unrestricted from having fucking good matches over three stars. Um, Sam Gradwell, he's always. No, that's a restriction. No, that is a restriction, sorry. So for him to be unrestricted, he would be having five star matches. Yeah. He's not. Yeah. Sam Gradwell. Our favourite. Love a bit of Sam Gradwell. What I heard as well is... Uh, oh, KFM. He he's got a bit of a feud going on in uh, Holland with the one and only Mark Kodiak. Oh, fucking So hell. I heard from uh, old, old TPW commentator. KF. Allegedly. Oh, can you imagine Kodiak coming back to GPW? Oh, I'd be spunking all over, yeah. He's a fucking nutbag. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Head drops, he fucking does it himself. Yeah. He? But moving on, Andrew, this match. I love so I love Sam Grabwell. I think the thing with Sam Grabwell, he's putting the work in and he's putting it in all over the place. Yeah. He's in main events here, there and fucking everywhere and not winning any of them. Yeah. But I enjoy him. Yeah. I enjoy Grabwell. Yeah. Is, 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 is he one of them? You know when you've got the NXT old NXT yeah. guys and that, you know, and they put they're doing the work, they're putting themselves in their place. They're not necessarily the main event. Sometimes they're not putting themselves over; they're putting other people over. And he's doing that work, and he's doing it in spades. And he, yeah. what about Joe Connors, Andrew? He was the first guy to come out of that. Should have kept, kept him in fucking prison, shouldn't they? Because uh, he's uh, he's uh, he's. Yeah, he's uh, in there. I mean, yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, it's so sorry. I used I used to like Tidal Connors, but he's still waiting for that match with fucking <laughs> old Boris. Old Boris. Old Boris. Boris, Co- Boris, Boris Kozlov, Kozlov, Kozlov. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's all right. But it should be. It should be this. He's. It's. It's a serviceable wrestler, but is he a main eventer? No, absolutely not. Um, finish was Jeff Jarrett bollocks. Um, Gradwell lost. Connors won. We all went on. <laughs> that's, that's as blunt as you can get it, Andrew. Um, yeah, it was funny. It was funny. But there was nothing. There was no follow-up after that saying who's. Um, Connors is his next challenger. Yeah. So it left it sort of like a blank canvas. So, um, Jeff, we're uh, 51 minutes in. What do you think overall as a show? Shall we pos- end on a positive note? I think it was better than last time we went. It was better than the first time we seen it in the camera. But they're still 45 minutes late on a bloody expected finish. My God. Let it go, Andrew. You stayed on the end. I did. I did for a change. Best, better, like last time. Best, best part of it was trying to tell Bannon like, for the last half an hour. Well, <laughs> unfortunately, he wasn't in the crowd. He was. If he was, he wouldn't get a seat unless he paid for it. Yeah. But what should we say? 
Um, the, the enjoyable parts were very, very good. The four-way, the four-way, yeah. and obviously the needle between boisterous behaviour. Yeah. And I think that would be a really good main event between the two. Yeah. Whether, obviously, the, was it Commonwealth title? That leads you to the main event with Connors. But some of it, I, I think it was all front-loaded. front I think that was the best match. And then it was, you know, how can I say? It wasn't me, not saying mediocre, but different levels. You yeah. know, going down, going down the cards to the main event. Yeah. There was nothing that made that went, went um, from start hot, hot, hot starter, and then built it up. Mm. It just it went up and it went down and it stayed a level for me. Yeah. Shame really because. And overall, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it more than last time. Yes, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, what are we looking for for softball to improve, Andrew? Again. Obviously, time, time, time and issues, you said. Yes, I, I think they're a lot better than what they were. Um, Just cut-out segments are not needed. You think? You don't need the bantable stuff. You didn't need the yes and raise stuff. Just, just go with your advertised matches. That's all you need, lads. Yeah, I'd probably. And that, and that cuts out <laughs> half an hour. There, you're on time. Thank you. Good night. I think. I think. I like the stuff that sets up next shows or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Where's the means around it? So there you go, listeners. Thank you for listening, as ever. Send, send your complaints to um, Jeff Hopkins too on oh, Twitter. And, and I don't like it anyway. Jeff, where can we follow you? Well, you can follow us at um, uh, Oogie Part 3. <laughs> can do. You can follow me at, um, at Jeff Hopkins too. Um, oh, also, it's like a tennis match. And also, um, tennis match we've gone for GCP podcast uh, yeah. on Twitter. Why are we called GCP? I don't know. Just because people didn't, because uh, I didn't want people to find us um, after like the first moment. Saying, "No, them cunts are still doing a podcast. Let's burn them on a fucking effigy." How long's it, how long's it been now? Fucking month, a year and a half, Jeff. Oh, okay. I think I, th- I think Twitter's gone over it now. Um, Andrew, he's, he's like, he's itching for a comeback for just for making a name, eh? like, Yeah, well, I, yeah, I would call people, but I, I don't feel like, I, I don't feel like the aggro anymore. Um, Nobody feels like that. They don't. Giving lots of aggro, as um, the enemy used to sing. Um, but, Jeff, um, thank you for this 55 minutes of your life that you will never, ever get back. And it's getting, it's getting a lot shorter because I'm really old. Yeah. You got work in the morning. I am. Mm. Tell you what, that slushy at like half the price of a normal pint of that was really nice. So there you go. We're going to go and get some reduced items. Don't follow me around with that fucking phone this time. I, I, no, I'll tell you what. Last time when we recorded this, yeah. Yes. People enjoyed me going round looking at your shopping. 
Well, fuck them this time. Shall we, shall we do that again? No, we shan't. Ah, bollocks. Blame Jeff next time for the poor viewing figures. Get your, own figures. Get your own fucking reviews on reduced it. Cheers, Jeff. Fine. It's been GCP. Sub Pro Special. Thank you. And. Bye.